Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Liberated Mind Show. We're your host, K and J, and today we'll be speaking about the, um, I guess we'll call it the Nashville bombing. You may, you may or may not have heard of it. Um, silence on it is deafening, and that's what we'd like to address today. So um, sit back and get ready for another episode. Yeah, definitely. Um, like you said, the science is deafening. Um, and as expected, the media and 45 have been quiet uh, on the story. But the Liberated Mind Show would definitely be shining a light on this action carried out by a terrorist, because that's what he is, a terrorist. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's jump into the uh, first question. Uh, historically, when acts like this are committed, it's labeled a terrorist attack. Race and ethnicity uh, plays a role in the labels used. So doesn't this directly implicate the media and perpetuate in detrimental stereotypes? Most definitely. It's um, just like I said, from, from the type of uh, reporting it's receiving, I, I can't even recall the man's name. I'll put it like that. That's like one of the first things you'll hear. Uh, I know when the story initially broke, um, they kept saying the suspect, the suspect. Um, then they were trying to look for a motive. But like you had pointed out, how come we never heard of a terrorist or even if they want to say domestic terrorist, which I don't know what the difference is. A terrorist is a terrorist, mm-hmm. domestic or abroad. So why does there need to be something to distinguish? But my point is, they it's like they were pampering. They were like pampering it to a degree to where it's like, okay, we have to report on this. We don't necessarily want to, but we'll let out just the obvious from what somebody can piece together eventually. And I feel as though... Um, like the, the subtle hints, like in the description of the person as to how it was done, what reason it was done for. Um, this is what a week later and we're still finding out information, but I don't recall a breaking news being cut on every um, network. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm trying to think even back when they had that, what was that guy's name? Timothy McVeigh in yeah. Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. they reported on it they reported on it and this is pre like internet so just to say if we didn't have the internet because that's where I first heard about this was you know by way of social media it wasn't even by your, your cable news networks or even local I heard nothing of it so I just feel as though like it, it was kind of hush hush and I mean, it's not a major shocker, but I, I do find it shocking that the, the White House, the President of the United States didn't have a segment to where, all right, he's going to call a press conference and then speak on it. Now, why is that? I mean, I could speculate. I could just say it is what it is. But some people will say, oh, that's not what the case was. It's, he's busy with the, you know, they make excuses for that thing. Mm-hmm. But, um, I feel as though it's like what this does is it's just 
more or less the this that's white supremacy. Call it what it is, man. And they don't want to sit up there and necessarily. I, I'm at a loss of words because, like I said, it's just it's still crazy to me that there hasn't been any like major uproar about this. I think they said what three people were killed. I don't know if that that death toll went up. I don't know. I didn't even hear about anybody getting killed. Three was it three harmed or three killed? All right, I gotta research that again. But um, yeah, it's it's just like I said, it's just crazy to me that there's nothing we heard. But yeah, to go back to your question, yeah, it's definitely you see the difference in reporting. Um, they never referred to him as a terrorists i've never heard them refer to him as a suicide bomber they just said that um the suspect died in the bombing or died in the blast so it's all these little things it's come out that his girlfriend reported was it the fbi last year saying hey he's building bombs in his rv and she told the police i should say the police in nashville and they didn't bat an eye mm-hmm. now had somebody lost an iPhone and we come walking, you or I come walking down the street, police would literally put a gun to our head over it. No evidence or nothing. And we would lose our life over something, you know, something fraudulent to begin with, but something as minute as a phone. Meanwhile, somebody, a bomb, you can't hide that. If if the, the man's, you know, girlfriend saying, hey, come check him out. He's he's doing this. He even told a neighbor, hey, the world's going to remember me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like you have all these red flags going up. But he's not considered an imminent threat. And you and I both know why. As, as Paul Mooney would say, he's got the complexion for the protection. Yep. Indeed. Sounds about white. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, but his his name was um Anthony Warner. Okay. So you know he don't he don't have any kind of ethnic name. Mm. So they're not they definitely not gonna call him a terrorist, but he is he is a terrorist. And it feels like all these at least keep coming up. Oh, at least it was just, you know mostly structural damage and it wasn't it wasn't too many lives lost or whatever and Mm -hmm. stuff like like it's like like isn't this kind of like excusing his like terroristic act to try to like to try to like minimize making an excuse yeah yeah they said that he he gave a warning hey if you're if you're I don't even know how he worded it, but basically, hey, I'm about to blow shit up. If you're around, now here's your warning to get out. So does that make it better? Exactly. If I go and light a fire to a house, wouldn't I be called an arsonist despite there being anybody in the house or not? You know, it's the act. It's still what he is. Exactly. You know, so, okay, by chance, 
he didn't kill anybody. Let's see. Yeah, because I haven't. All right, I'm just going to say he didn't kill anybody because I haven't. I may have misread something. So because he didn't kill anybody, what, what does that say about intent, though? People still get booked with intent. Mm-hmm. That's why we have, you know, different degrees of murder. We have attempted, you know, we have a second, etc. So it's like the intent was still there. We're not talking about somebody throwing a um, Molotov cocktail into a building. We're talking about a, a bomb blast. And if anyone's seen the destruction that that bomb blast left, it wasn't no small little pipe bomb. Mm-hmm. It brought down buildings. <laughs> it's just, this is crazy. The, the yeah. fact that we even have to sit up and explain what it is, explain the damage that was done. Yeah. Because the news refuses to. Yeah, it's crazy because you actually put me on <clears throat> to, to the story because I didn't even hear about it until last week. And then that's when I started looking and it was like, all this stuff on social media that I was seeing because the news wasn't reporting nothing on it. Mm-hmm. They were they were just saying downplaying it. And like you said, they they called they said they called him a suspect. Like he's not a suspect anymore. He <laughs> did it. Right. Mm-hmm. So like when are you gonna start referring to him as a terrorist? Like that's what he is. Like, I don't, I don't understand it. So, um, if Warner were a Muslim, we both know that 45 would have tweeted how the conference and the rally. So is this another example of his discriminatory and racist mindset? Or is this just another day at the office? I mean, this is just further proof as to what we already know that um, he's fear-mongering off of just it's hate. It's not in the best interest of the American people. And despite what they want to say, um, an American isn't just an Anglo-Saxon. You know what I mean? Because that's what they like to employ when they say America. So it's like, like you said, had he have been Muslim, we would have, especially, it was on, it was Christmas. Mm-hmm. They would have made it a whole religious, a religious war. It would have been a religious war. They would say it was an attack on Christianity and all that. Mm-hmm. And this is why I proposed this and you got to close down and this, that. We know exactly everything. He said everything already. Mm-hmm. But the point is, all it did was reveal exactly who the true threat is to America. Mm-hmm. These, it's not even necessarily a lone wolf, because I, I don't believe in that term, lone wolf. It, it's, it is what it is. Like they say, it's the fragile ego of the white male, which is dangerous, because the minute we've seen it countless times, they, they go postal in situations to where they, they can't control their emotions and it don't matter who it is. Anybody will get it at that time. And 
like I said, it, it, it's just inconceivable as to how this was pretty much allowed because the FBI had a heads up. Not just saying that the man believed in lizard people and all, all some types of crazy shit. It's like Alex Jones. Like, if Alex Jones went out and did something, I, I, could, I could see him doing something to this magnitude. But the FBI would claim, hey, you or I, what, what, what were they calling them? Um, they, they made up something to um, basically to deter black folks from speaking on stuff. That the FBI made up something to throw them in a database. Oh, up, um, black identity extremists or something like that. Yeah, some some nonsense, an identity extremist. Yeah. So it's like we already know. Forty five is he's fought to remove sixteen nineteen from books. He's fought. He fights against any type of diversity programs because he says all it does is um. It's racist. He called diversity racist. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, to, to, to teach about the transatlantic slave trade is to treat people to hate America. These are his words. This is the way this man thinks. Meanwhile, everything just mentioned there wasn't the cause of this bombing. It's just the fact that you got these crazy people who just can't come to terms with, hey, we're not as superior as we think we are. You're, you're fragile. That's yeah. the bottom line. You're fragile. And they just need to wake up. Hey, do, <laughs> tell it like it is, not like what it used to be. Shit, that's the way I see it. Exactly. All right, so follow-up question to that. So these like uh quote unquote domestic terrorists that's um percent European descent mm-hmm. are an ongoing issue in this country. So why does the warnings like um you know provided by their loved ones to police and you know the FBI and stuff like that continue to go ignored? Well, because it's a relative. It's a friend. You know what I mean? It's it's like we said, you know, just about... It's just like the Klan. It's like to this day, all right, you know the history of the, the Ku Klux Klan. But at the same time, when when were they identified as a terrorist organization? And when when did they ever up there and make them responsible for anything they've done. You can't unmask these people because like you said, you could work with them. They'd be the judges, your neighbor, anyone. So Mm -hmm. it's the same thing. It's like, all right, you know what? It's acceptable. It's no different. Here we go. It's no different than when they come at um, what they deem the inner city, what they deem inner city. Anytime you have violence within the city, they'd be like, oh, this whole no snitch policy. Why why are people abiding by it? Well, is this not the same thing, but on a on a, on a larger scale? Because mm-hmm. we already we already know what that whole what is it, thin blue line. That's the same thing. They they don't tell on one another. 
Mm-hmm. And it, it just it just shows how you throw a spotlight on us as usual to make us an example. But meanwhile, you do shit on a hundred times. You do it on a level a hundred times greater and no one bats an eye. But we're always the focus of, oh, this is what you should not do. And this is why you shouldn't. Meanwhile, you guys are doing it. Like I said, a hundred times greater. So that's why they don't sweat it. That's why they don't adhere. They say, well, what warnings? We already, they already know about it. We're just going to let it be. It's just not, we just won't call that. What type of crime would you call that? White on white crime? No, it wouldn't be the case. It would just be, like, even when it comes down to these um, school shootings, they say, okay, we have an active uh, active shooter situation. And they still manage to get these guys because it's not the police. If they don't apprehend the um, the active shooter, it's not the police that kill them, if you notice. It's always a suicide situation. Mm-hmm. But if they don't kill themselves, the police are able to arrest them. And take them to Burger King. Right? <laughs> take them to Burger King. Yep. And it's just, like I said, it's just that you keep throwing that message out there. Hey, this dangerous black man, he's dangerous. He's dangerous. He's this, he's that. He's not human. So you have this going around from generation to generation. They say, hey, they don't feel pain. All this absurd shit. And and it's fine and well. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's a trip, bro. Yeah, it really is, man. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I agree with you because it's like um, white supremacy is systemic. This is like the fiber of everything in in this country. So mm-hmm. it's like if somebody come to them and say, "Oh, this person's building a bomb," in their mind, they're probably thinking like, "Oh." This this is something that we probably need anyway to pro- to progress our our race because they know that they're they're either already a minority minority or they're definitely going to be within the next ten to twenty years. Right. So it's like it's nothing they can do about it. So when it's these kind of actions, because you know the police forces across the country, they've been infiltrated by the KKK for. Decades. Mm-hmm. So they they're under the same mindset of the supposed terrorists that are Arabs and Muslims. Of that, sometimes you gotta take yourself out to for the for the betterment of the of the uh, you know the movement or the people. So they may see this as yeah, he took one for the team. Mm. Which is is crazy. That that lone wolf stuff and trying to minimize it and try to gain uh, sympathy and empathy for the the terrorists. It's like when when did that become prime time? I thought I thought the terrorists was always hated, and I thought their passport was always found not burning. Right. <laughs> yeah, they should have been able to. Um... Find this guy's driver's license easily. That's what I'm saying. Like when, when, when did um, 
identification not become fireproof. It's <laughs> a trip. It's a trip. Yeah. Yeah, it's just said to, to protect them. Because if they dig in that guy's background, I'm pretty sure he's related to some of those people on the far right, as they like to say nowadays. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm pretty sure they're aware of it. Pretty sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. If they dig, if they dig around, he probably got like a whole shrine or something that's right wing related. And if they check his computer, he'll be watching all this right wing news, Fox, mm-hmm. and all that. What it all comes down to is like what you were talking about, the fragile ego. He could yeah. he couldn't take that. He, he wasn't shit. So he felt like this was his way to be to be somebody. But at the end of the day, here's my question to you. Who does he have to blame for that ego? Whose fault is it that he believes? all that shit and that, hey, I'm superior and this, that, and the third. The system. The white white supremacy. Right. You make some shit up and now the shit's not necessarily true, but yet yet, you're fighting so hard to to prove that it's true. Mm -hmm. But it's it's easily disproved in, in just about every aspect you could think of. This whole uh, we're the supreme race, all this crazy shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, now what? What do I have to live for? That's what exactly. it comes down to. Yeah, because that that whole supremacist mindset started off as a little a little pebble of shit that they put on top of a hill, then they let that shit just roll, mm-hmm. and along the way, it just picks up more momentum, but. At the end of the day, it's still shit. And yo, and if you notice, the people that buy into it are normally those backwoods people that have like nothing going for them. Mm-hmm. It's like they feel as though the reason they they have nothing going is because of everybody that don't look like them. Whereas you'd be like that regardless, even if. <laughs> I'm not gonna go there, but you'd be like that. <laughs> yeah, you got nobody to blame. The people you should blame are the people that gave you that mindset. Exactly. That's who you should be going out there attacking. Yeah, but they say like the people that's like hardcore right wingers and all that. Like they say that their intelligence level is very low. No, oh, that's I believe that. I believe so, that. You, you you saw that movie, the uh, Black Klansman. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I mean, look, look at look at how easily he strung those idiots along. Yeah, you know I mean? it was super easy. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, like I said, when you when you just running off of bullshit, I mean, you ain't got nothing else to do. It's just like, okay, yeah, that sounds good. Let me run with it. Yeah, you run out, you run out of bullshit with no basis, with no foundation. It's just like because y'all had this um, power at one point over people that you was able to create all this 
fairy tales and fables and it just kept going on because mm-hmm. y'all created the system so the system is in place the only way all of that is going to be destroyed is if the system gets destroyed and gets overhauled and rebuilt right so that shit is like ingrained like it's no matter no matter who is allegedly put in place in these like you know in the government or whatever it's not gonna really do anything because the system is held together like the thread that's holding everything together is white supremacy right so if it's if the underlying foundation is white supremacy, no matter who stands on it, it's still white supremacy. Right. It's the same, yep. The same court. Mm. They just, like I said, they, all right, what you had mentioned earlier about the whole, uh, them becoming a minority yeah, population-wise is, is like, like I said, I believe that's already the case. And like we said, we know the dwindling birth rate, which has been proven. So you, you have all of this, all of this goes against something being superior. And it's like, wait a minute, but, and from, and from that racist mindset, they're sitting up there, they just can't grasp it. Like, wait a minute. But you said with this, with that, and the third. So then why is this going on? It's an attack on us. It's an attack. Somebody naturally having a baby is an attack on you. No, that's nature. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So there's there's a reason why. Like we if we take look at it from a I don't want to go into all this, but from a biological stance, it's just like what you say with blue eyes, that's recessive. But for some, for some reason, it's worshipped and saying, oh, that's the most beautiful eye. But in actuality, it's the weakest. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you draw these points out, if you want to get into the biology of stuff, it's like, it's going to say the opposite. Just like you know you can't make these types of shades from a non-shade. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But it, it's funny. It's just funny how it's it's thrown out there. And then, but I will what I will give credit to the white supremacy is that they're good manipulators at convincing others that it was true. Mm-hmm. To convince yourself something. A lot of times people deal with um, that self-esteem, right? So you may not have a good self-esteem, but if you can convince others, it don't necessarily matter how strong your self-esteem is because you already got them believing some bullshit. That's exactly what, what it all boils down to. But like I said, I think people are just stepping back and they're looking at the way shit is. Like they're looking, they're like, wait a minute. Michelle Obama... She look at the credentials she had versus Melania Trump. But the only thing that they will try and jump on is saying, um, well, 
Melania looks like this. She looks good. Um, Michelle Obama doesn't look good. From their perspective, that's what they can say. So now they, they, they want to take to the most superficial thing based upon beauties in the, um, the beholder's eye, right? So now that you take it away, what about hard credentials? Now what? It's no competition. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you, you, you're seeing more and more. You see more and more of this to where people are just realizing, hey, it ain't it ain't exactly how it was told to us. Yeah. And so now it's like people are fearing, like, wait, I mean, all this shit is falling apart. Nah, we got to go harder because you know what I think? I don't believe that forty five believes half the shit he says. He's just saying it just to keep shit incited. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, yeah. he's not even. I mean, to be honest, he's not even down on that level to where he has to be amongst those people that he that come to his rally. Mm-mm. And they're just puppets to him. Yeah, he just want he just want to keep them like you said, riled up, mm-hmm. and and supporting him. Yep. So because like, in his mind, I think in four years, I think he's gonna try to run again. <laughs> this, this is what America's come to. And all of this is a result of President Barack Hussein Obama. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. Now, they got Kamala Harris. They right in the rear view. What they gonna do? In the rear view of Obama. Now she's now she's done caught up. Cause guess what? That's gonna be the next president. Mm-hmm. I I say give a year. Yeah, I believe it. Now now what? I believe yeah, I believe she being groomed for it. Yeah. So now now what they gonna do? Yeah. It's crazy though, like that 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 like get back that revenge <laughs> because because uh President Obama got to that point. Mm-hmm. They was like, oh hell no, nah. we going with forty five, and he put that fuel out there on the fire. Yep, and it worked. And, and like metaphorically speaking, it's like like you said that to get that revenge, it was like a suicide bomber. Literally, it was like, I know I'm going to go down with it, but fuck you too. Mm-hmm. That's what it boiled down to. And that's what we're living in now. Yeah. That's the mentality. It's like, you know what? Fuck it. If if it ain't me, then it's no one. And that's exactly what we're witnessing with, yeah. with situations like this and in diabolical beings going in blowing up how many city blocks in a downtown American city and it barely made news. Yeah, that's that's crazy, man. (laughs) Gotta get to the root of it. Like I said, we we, we trying to we trying to get y'all to the root of it. It's it's more than meets the eye, most definitely. Exactly. All right. So, uh, final question I got. Um, so, you know, we both know countless brothers and sisters have been killed by police while unarmed, and there has never been any sympathy like what has been shown to this terrorist. Do you see this narrative ever changing? The sympathy to when. Uh, how they show sympathy for for this uh, Anthony Warner guy trying to downplay 
his stuff and not really referring to him the way he is. No, it's not going to change. And and I mean, we've seen what happened. Um, their young brother out there in New York, a 14 year old, was accused by a white lady. And I have to refer to her as a white lady because with all this technology and an HD photograph of the of the woman's face without the mask, apparently nobody knows who she is. And she tackled him. She assaulted him. She assaulted him, accused him of theft, and assaulted him, 14-year-old boy. But guess what? It's not being treated as such. It's not being considered child abuse or endangerment of a of a minor or filing a false claim, any of that. Look at how they're like just treading over it. And even the way the news is reporting it. Like it was no big deal. Like, oh, he did he didn't have her phone. Okay. It's okay. Right. Oh, it was in the Uber honest mistake. Right? And and but if you look at that video, this is still in, in regards to your, your question. But if you look at that video, it's like the hotel manager was, she was commanding him, like, listen, stop him. Not once did you hear him say, oh, chill out. Let me sit up here and, you know, take control of the situation. Mm-hmm. He was listening to her and she presented herself as a person of authority, despite that that young man's father being there. And the only reason that we actually are hearing of this is because he's a prominent figure. You know what I mean? Within the, the music world. But if it were you and I who were not famous, then what? Does it even make the news? Do we even get to file a claim? Do we live? Because, right. Because the NYPD, they would have sat up there and brushed that shit under the rug and mm-hmm. said it was an honest mistake. And there's it's too much bias within it. Like you said, and I don't see it changing because, like I said, it's something as small as somebody accusing you and then I'm with him. You you will you will have those detractors say, well, all he had to do is prove it wasn't his phone. Just take it out and said, look, call my number. He doesn't owe her shit. Yeah. If somebody falsely accuses me of something, I am not going out of my way to disprove it unless it's the police coming at me for something. Any anybody else? I don't owe them shit. Yeah. They have no authority over me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay, they're in every. They were in all of their rights to not sit up there and abide by any of her commands. They had. They had nothing. They owed her nothing. Bottom line. Yeah. Like I said, until until we get that message straight through that hey, we owe you nothing. I, I don't like. I said I don't. I don't know. I don't see. I don't see this ending anytime soon. In fact, we're just we're just seeing it more. We've always heard about it, but we're just seeing it more. Yeah. You know it's what that, I mean? Just that sense of entitlement, man. Mm. Well, they, they, they claim that doesn't exist. I, you know, when the term white privilege came out, when did that come out? Last year or so? I, it's a fairly... Yeah, like two, two years ago. Yeah, it's a fairly new term. A lot of people... They were getting offended, saying, how dare you? Look, you don't know. I grew up poor. And it's like, what? 
growing that's the thing they don't get it's not about your class right privilege is about your race solely if men if if me and a white person were walking the same neighborhood on different sides of the street, I would get treated differently than that person, even though we're walking down the same street, just on two different sides of the street. Because your skin allows you to be anywhere and do anything where my skin doesn't. Mm-hmm. That's the privilege in itself. The amount of money that you had doesn't matter because no matter how rich or poor someone black is that still doesn't prevent them from being mistreated or discriminated against Mm -hmm. so that that argument is null and void doesn't matter doesn't doesn't make sense you know and another example of it is my daughter wanted a barbie right so they had some holiday Barbie. Now it comes in Caucasian, African, and it looked like Latino. Privilege is able to go to any Walmart Target and you be Caucasian and you can get that doll, no problem. Mm-hmm. To this day, I can't get that doll. It's difficult to find. Because we're not privileged enough to have representation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's something just as simple as that. It may not seem significant if it doesn't bother you, but um, we, we've known, we've seen that doll test where show us the good test, show us the good, um, the good doll versus the bad doll. So yeah. there's things that you know, you know that's that's out there in society that's subliminal that we grow up not even knowing. So, like I said, they don't understand the privilege that they have to just say, you know what? How many times have you been in a situation in a corporate world to where you're the only brother in the room? You know what I mean? And you got to look around and say, okay, all right. Versus how many times have they been in that situation? You know, where they look around, hey, I'm the only, they they would have to actually leave and go into one of our neighborhoods. It's just not, you go in the store and you could be the only one. Like I said, they don't understand what privilege is. And like you said, it's not about wealth. We're not talking of class here. We're talking of basic privilege. But like I said, that's like a whole nother topic within itself. But I mean, it's all, it's all interrelated, like you said. I just don't think that it's going to happen anytime soon because it's just, it's almost like that mystique of, yo, I'm at a loss of words because it's like I said, it's just, it's just the way things have been for so long that it's just, it comes so natural. You know what I mean? Yeah. I definitely agree with you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, this whole, um, you know, this whole bombing thing, man, it just, it shows you how far we still have to go. Mm-hmm. It's like people be saying like, oh, 
there isn't any more racism because of X, Y, and Z. When you got the media being biased like this, not calling a terrorist act what it is and kind of downplaying it. And this happens not just with this, but with the school shootings, the movie theater shootings. Mm-hmm. When you see this happen over and over again, and they call them different names, and you see police take them, and if they don't commit suicide, but they take them in with no problem, you know, you seen the guy that shot the church, he got he got Burger King. Mm-hmm. So it's like this country, man. It's like it's so it's so much white supremacy and just that that whole ego of thinking that they're better and then the media is perpetuating it by their use of words. They're very smart with the words they use. Mm-hmm. Muslim, the same act, terrorist. Black man, not likely, but if it was a black man, they would pull up his history and you probably see a mugshot. Mm-hmm. Like it just happens. But then with the, when there's somebody Caucasian, they bring up a regular ass picture. Oh, they're the best picture of that person. Yeah. Be like um, a studio picture. Exactly. And just like when our brothers and sisters get killed by the police, they show the police in their commendation pictures and then mm-hmm. they'll pull up the most gutter picture they can of the person of the victim, the person mm-hmm. that got killed. So they try they reverse the roles in p- public opinion, mm-hmm. and automatically try to gain support for this police officer, which is going to happen. And that's why you'd be having these GoFundmes that raise five hundred thousand dollars for a cop that to kill somebody in cold blood. Mm. And even that you even you know you don't brought that up. You saw what the decision was on to try and prosecute those those cops that murdered Tamir Rice. Yeah, they threw that, the case out. Yep. Despite all of the like for it to not even be considered. I don't understand how you don't even consider that the, the loss of a of a child's life. Um over a toy gun. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it's unbelievable because here's a country that's so adamant about the Second Amendment, but at the same time, I've seen plenty of videos where it's speculation that somebody has a gun versus when I've seen these people walk up in the police stations, these militia people, faces covered in fatigues, we're going to the police station and complaining. Yeah. And the police ain't even on high alert with them. It's just like, yo, y'all need to chill. Meanwhile, somebody has their back to him. I don't know what he's got. It, look, it looks like he had a gun and they shoot. Because mm-hmm. so, with Tamir Rice, just the video alone, it should have been cause for them to proceed because they literally just pulled up to, to the boy. Pulled up. Mm-hmm. As soon as they rolled up, they shot him. That was the intent. 
Yeah, like they didn't they didn't even have any kind of they weren't even prepared to ask any kind of questions or de escalate the situation. Mm-hmm. They just no killed them. Nothing. Like, hey, put the gun. Nope. They ain't they ain't say nothing because if they would have took that the time to de escalate the situation, he would have dropped it. They would have picked it up, saw that it was a toy. Then they would have had a chance to talk to him, realize that he was a, a boy, because they automatically, you know, because of the whole system of criminalizing all black males, black boys don't get looked at as boys. They mm-hmm. automatically get looked at as men. Mm-hmm. Yep. And even yo, even the um you saw this this one sister got fired. She was at Google and she was advocating that they bring in more diversity. And the reason I bring her up is because of what just happened recently in Jersey. I don't know if you've seen it. This guy through facial recognition got picked up and detained by the police and was arrested. Well, the software got it wrong. He looked nothing like the guy, the actual culprit, but because you have these people in the tech world who make this, we all look alike. Mm-hmm. So the fact that even technology is biased, <laughs> you know what I mean? You have this implicit bias, we might can call it, but it's still a bias. Yeah. So it's like even the technology is being programmed with that same thinking of, all right, this is what this is. Close enough. Take it for what it is. It's crazy, man. It is, man. So that show that show that <laughs> the inherent uh, biases and discrimination exists in technology too. Mm-hmm. So it's like even even new stuff that's becoming folded into the system is also being folded into the system using that same thread. Right. Because yeah, there was there was a point at which people said, "Oh, maybe if cops were robots, then you wouldn't have to worry about racism." Well, robots need a programmer. Just remember that. Yeah, if you if the program is based on the system, mm. it's gonna be the same thing. Mm. It's not gonna be no different. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know who they kid. But yeah, they, like you said, it's the system. It needs to be overhauled. It needs yeah. to be. Yeah. This, this, I don't think, I don't think you can fix it. How can you fix something when it was designed a certain way? If something's purposely designed some way, you just can't come in and say, uh, let me alter this and alter that and expect a whole new product, you know? Mm. It's not nope. going to work that way. Nope. Nope. Because it wasn't. It's got to be destroyed and then re- then built all over again. Exactly. But yeah, man. That, um, you know, another episode. We hope y'all keep this discussion going for real because the media isn't going to do it. So, um, you know, thank you for tuning in. 
That's K. I'm J. Uh, happy New Year to everybody. And peace. We out. Peace and Happy New Year.